0: Welcome to Elevate Your Life and Soul. I'm your host, Marla Kennedy, life coach, mama, and spiritual soul seeker. Each week, this podcast will bring you interviews, stories, and mentoring, so you can truly know your value, know your worth, and elevate all areas of your life. Let's rise together. Welcome to episode 17. In this episode, I talk to Cece Hart, Cece is an inspiration activist, which I think is a really fun title, and she is just such a joy and has so much amazing wisdom about plant-based nutrition and living a healthy lifestyle. She's a plant-based chef and consultant, and she works with people to change their body, mind, and spirit through a mix of science and spirituality. We talked about creating healthy habits and manifesting to bring more energy and success to your work and your life. So I can't wait to share this episode, episode with you. So stay tuned. Hi, Cece. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so grateful you're here and really excited to get into this chat with you. Um, I'm so grateful for being here. Amazing. So I'd love to
1: start by asking you, how do you start your day? Oh, that's a great question. If I don't start my day in my routine, it kind of throws the whole day off. So um, when I wake up, I start with a meditation. Mm -hmm. So try to keep the cell phone away. I know that's hard for everybody because we want to see what's going on while we're sleeping, but start off the day with just gentle meditation and breathing techniques a huge glass of water. And then I move on to go straight to working out. And the reason Mm -hmm. why I do that is because if I let anything else get in the way of that, it can throw off the whole routine. And so from, yeah, exactly. Right. So from working out, moving my body, however, that might be that day, then I head into like a quote work day and checking emails and socials and everything like that.
0: Mm, Perfect. And what, how do you like to move your body?
1: Ooh, well, you know, I, it depends on the day, but Mm -hmm. most of the time there's a dance element incorporated into Mm -hmm. it. I'm a big fan of the elliptical (laughs) reading on the elliptical. Um, Sometimes I even, if I'm pretty lazy, this is a trick I learned is that I just stick a chair in front of me and I just go up and down on the chair. Um, It's, it's, it sounds a little bit weird, right? But it's an easy thing that I do that starts to get the heart rate up fast. And so then gives me kind of the the motivation to go into something that might be a little bit harder.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Um, And so you call yourself an inspiration activist. What compels you to, to follow that path and what is that?
1: Well, an inspiration activist, I suppose, would be just inciting inspiration in as many facets as possible and what put me on that journey was just being very 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 sad and depressed I used to be a bartender when I was going through university and I just drank a lot and was really unhealthy and saw all my friends in the same rut and so when I hold myself up from that with a lot of positive psychology, starting me off into meditation. I realized that there's so many people that are living lives that are not fulfilled and they carry this heavy sadness inside of them. And so I wanted to find ways that might spark a little bit of happiness or inspiration to get them to at least think, if not make a move, to do something that would be improving their lives for the better, for their health, for their happiness.
0: Mm, yeah I so resonate with that because I used to work in bars and nightclubs and (laughs) I'm sober myself so I um yeah I totally resonate with that just stepping away from that kind of lifestyle into a more like inspirational positive um service kind of oriented industry because I feel like that can be that the alcohol scene and all those kind of industries can be so detrimental to your well-being on all different levels um
1: and what is your mission my mission in that respect would be to spread inspiration as much as possible but um i really it, it might sound a little bit cheesy but i really want people to be happy and healthy and in love And I look around at the world and I think there's so many possibilities for this. This podcast is a beautiful example of like your way of contributing to that. And Mm. so my mission is just really in any capacity that I have, any talent I have, any way that I can connect to the world is to just spread that and hopefully change some people's minds or lives so that they feel happy and inspired.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's not cheesy because I mean, my, mission itself is so simple and so similar it's literally to help women find their voice and love their life because when you love your life then like what more can you want really I just I just yeah yeah, I, I love that simple and it's beautiful um and what what hurdles have you personally faced and how have you overcome them
1: So we touched on that a little bit with me working in the bar scene. That was uh, (laughs) a huge hurdle that I faced because there's a lot that comes with working in a night scene, such as throwing off your internal rhythms of being awake during the the nighttime and sleeping during the day. And so I had a lot of health problems that accumulated with that, a Mm -hmm. lot of stress, anxiety, and. So I got to a place in my own personal health and mental health that um, kind of broke me down. And so I was literally at the lowest point that I could imagine where I just honestly didn't know how to even live anymore and it ruined all my relationships. Um, And I thought I need to get over this. And so that was huge for me. So health, mental health, overcoming that and then spiraling onto this path in little steps. Always improving, always growing. But I would say that if there was one compelling <laughs> hurdle, that would be it. Mm. And what makes you feel inspired like your best self? My best self. You know, I am a huge food fan. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I call myself a food artist as well. So I learned to create food. I studied and trained in creating plant-based food and really getting in touch with where our food comes from. And so that really inspires me because I just, I love eating and I even more love creating the food that makes me feel good and makes other Mm -hmm. people happy and feel healthy and at their best self while still Mm -hmm. enjoying it, having an amazing eating experience.
0: Mm. And, um, So in terms of being healthy and nourishing your body and um, general stuff to do with health, what healthy habits have you brought into your life?
1: So food is a huge one. I was not the healthiest eater. I suppose I was eating (laughs) pretty Mm -hmm. much everything that came out of boxes and went in the microwave. And so my first healthy habit would be what I ate and taking into account, what is best for my body and then figuring out how I thrived with what I ate. That, um, like I said, like drinking lots of water. So I don't drink any sodas or any sugary drinks like that. So all into nutrition and meditation, calming the mind really releasing the anxiety and the stress that we have built up from our daily lives Mm. and, and kind of like, just regular things that you might think of, like working out or just being in a positive mindset. I use a lot of positive psychology models to just make sure that everything that I'm doing is in highest alignment with myself, like meditation, frequency music, um, well, chakra balancing, and it can get a little bit esoteric in that way, but these are Mm -hmm. habits that I've built that make myself feel the best.
0: Mm. Um, And what do you kind of define as like healthy food and healthy things to eat?
1: Okay, so first of all, my philosophy in that because I do do consulting is that everybody is different. Mm -hmm. So I can't say, you know, like full force what is good for everyone. But my best is a plant-based, organic, gluten-free diet. And so I just try my best to get everything as local as possible as fresh as possible, and the highest quality ingredients that they can. And so I eat a lot of greens, a lot of, I mean, salad to me even still sounds like, oh, salad, really? But mm. I have created recipes and um, dressings and sauces that really make it a beautiful, enjoyable experience mm. while still getting the maximum health benefits.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, I love that you said that everyone is different because I really, um, so there's so many like kind of blanket things out there and I think they don't always fit just everyone, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I've had my up and down journey with food and diet and stuff with my own health things. So yeah, it's really nice to hear that. Um, and I think really reassuring for people. Um, and what, what? How has um introducing the, all these healthy habits been a game changer for you?
1: Well, I probably wouldn't have done anything with my life if I didn't start incorporating these habits. I, I was pretty much in a rut fine with going to work at the bar and just scraping by because that was my mindset. And so, Introducing these small habits that turned into big habits. Actually, on that note, I really recommend the book Atomic Habits and implementing. It's it's not my favorite book, but it's one of them. And so implementing these habits causes you to realign how you think. And so for me, that progressed me into being able to take on some roles, some, I guess, projects and initiatives that I don't think I could have if I didn't have the clear mindset and positive outlook and healthy outlook that I do now.
0: Mm. Um, and what's one thing someone listening right now could do to just live a healthy, healthier and happier life?
1: I, I always say, start with your diet because that's one of the things that we all have to do. We all eat. And so you can make small changes. For me, one of the, the first things I did was I took out gluten, which mm-hmm. at the time wasn't as popular as it, as it is now. At the time, it was like, what are you going to eat if you're not having bread? I mean, what's mm-hmm. gluten? That that was, So that was my one small thing that made me realize, oh, if I remove this, I feel better. So if you start with diet and you – look at what you're eating and you keep maybe a food journal and you say okay i've eaten this today and this is my body's response to this then you can Mm -hmm. easily start to see what is triggering a reaction in your body and then when you see those then you can remove like let's say sunflower seeds oh i had sunflower seeds here and i felt very tired after so you remove them and then you see if that fatigue leaves your body and then you can start to adjust your diet to see what's best for you and then go back to how we were talking about how everybody's different. So that that's mm. like my first thing that I say to people because diet affects your mind, it affects your energy levels, it affects your hormones, and a lot of us don't understand that how we're eating when we're busy and we have these big days ahead of us, what we're putting in our body, even caffeine, sometimes everyone's just grabbing a cup of coffee, but they don't know that caffeine actually doesn't affect their body in a positive way. Mm. So... So yeah, so I put a lot of emphasis on what we're putting into our body because then we can gain control over more facets of our life.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, cause I remember when I gave up caffeine um, or coffee quite like a couple of years ago now, I guess. And it was like, a shock to my system because i drank so much and at first i was like oh my gosh i'm so tired you know had withdrawal headaches but then later i just my energy just started to come back even more and i felt way more energized in the morning than when i was having it to kind of keep awake um -hmm. and what about if someone like is removing something like coffee for example um do you think it's useful to like replace it with something else to like so that have that habit of doing something at the time. Do you know what I mean?
1: Um, Yeah, I know what you mean. That's a really good question because it's an associated habit. So that's what you're talking about. And so, Mm. yeah, sometimes for some people, I'll ask people what their psychological association is with it before I recommend that because some people don't need it. But if some people's daily routine is I wake up and I drink my cup of coffee, for example, then Mm -hmm. yeah, I would replace it with something else. And so in that case, I would say, okay, let's start the day with a glass of hot lemon water with some um, cinnamon and cayenne in it because that's going to give you a natural boost so that you still feel that boost that you're used to, but taking away the caffeine and seeing if that makes a difference in your body. But Mm -hmm. some people don't need that. So it's really Mm case-by-case basis. Yeah. Um,
0: And you... I know that you talk about like manifestation and stuff um, in terms, in relation to like habits um, and a healthy lifestyle. Can you speak a little bit about that? Share a bit about that.
1: About manifesting. Absolutely. I should have mentioned this before, actually, because it did start with the book, the secret for me when Mm -hmm. I was in my low moment and that was getting popular. And so I read about this, Mm -hmm. this magical (laughs) experience that you can will things into your life. And I thought, Oh, that can't be right. That's seems a little bit too far fetched for me. But what I did was I started doing all the daily tasks and I saw things start coming into my life. And so then I realized, Oh, this is a real thing. And then I started researching it more. And so then I read the vortex and many other manifesting materials and resources that I could get my hands on. And Mm -hmm. I think the the biggest part to remember about manifestation is that life will give you what you ask for it if you believe in it. But it's, I think a lot, there's this, this air of entitlement concerning manifestation, you know, um, that you can just get what you want and you could just have all these things come into your life. And there's debate about that. But I would say that if you are in high, highest alignment and doing a lot of practices that keep you centered and keep you balanced that you can really, truly change your life by putting in positive frequency and vibrations. And that's just on a quantum physics level that you mm-hmm. can bring in what you, what you dream and what you desire by creating it in your mind. And so, you know, I can borrow a little bit from Ho'oponopono where mm-hmm. you're creating a reality. And so if you if you really believe that and you put your intention, your mind, your spirit into wheeling something in, then I believe it will come to you mm. and have you have you had personal experience with that? I have I accidentally. Uh, willed my husband in <laughs> using <laughs> manifestation and, and it was so fast and it was the craziest thing and we got married in three months and he just mm-hmm. showed up one day and I was looking at my journal and I was like, how did this happen? He met all my criteria because in the, in the secret, there's a chapter and it's on relationships and you, mm-hmm. you write down what you want in an ideal relationship and I did and then he showed up so it's possible
0: yeah amazing um and what are you curious about right now
1: well i'm curious about everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) um you know i i've been really into energetic healing so i am a reiki practitioner but i recently stumbled upon this book called the emotion code and it deals with healing yourself in different ways using frequency and so Hmm. I have tuning forks uh, which come in different resonances for different areas of your body but there's also use of magnets and healing people with changing the frequencies that might have been stuck in their bodies so I had three books that I was reading well that I am reading that are all talking about this so I'm really interested in the frequency models of clearing out Disease, discomfort, and anything that might be stuck in our bodies. Mm. Have you found it effective? Yes. I mean, Reiki ha- changed my life. Uh, mm. Getting attuned in Reiki, just in full disclosure, at first I actually didn't believe in it because I, I have like a scientific mindset, but a spiritual heart, I think. And so mm. at first I was rejecting it and didn't believe that it could possibly be real. And then I saw extreme power and beauty come through it and love and healing and and so with that yes um as far as the other techniques i haven't got i don't have magnets that i've got to practice on but i do have the frequency uh forks and they're really interesting Mm. they i i would say they work for sure but the the cool part is finding where the uh, not uh, the I don't know what to call it. I guess just we'll call it disease because I can't think of a better word. Finding that in the body, so you might use another technique like Reiki or um, intuitive healing, and then from there you would choose the frequency that would best work for it, and then then heal that way. But I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm very curious to find out how that would work. Yeah, well, I'd love to hear more if you um are on that
0: journey, discovering about it. Sounds so interesting. Um, and Reiki is something that I really is on my bucket list to like train in and be attuned in, because um, yeah, it's so beautiful. Um, mm. And I know you've mentioned a few books, but what's your favorite book, and why do you love it?
1: My favorite book is probably *The Alchemist*, mm. and the reason why is because it's a reminder to follow your path. And I think so many of us are on paths that might not feel right to us. And that actually ties into pretty much everything I've talked about here with you today is because if we're, if we're fighting against a path that's not meant for us, then we are tired and sad, depressed, even angry because it doesn't feel in alignment with what we're meant to do, what our purpose is, what our passion is, what our mission is. And so that book to me is, I always go back to it when I feel that maybe I'm not a hundred percent sure what I'm doing mm. to remember that it feels great and empowering and passionate and exciting when you're doing what you're meant to do.
0: Mm. Yeah. I love that book too. I haven't read it for years. <laughs> I might have to dig it up again. Pull it
1: back out. <laughs> yeah. I think so.
0: Um, and now I've got, um, a couple of silly questions. So room, okay. desk or car, which would you clean first?
1: Well, I don't have a car because I live in Bali and I have a scooter. <laughs> it doesn't get dirty. So let's take that one out. Um, but I think my room, because my room is really a sacred space for me to recharge. hmm um, and my desk is messy because I'm one of those creative people that are just like stuff everywhere, but it's organized in my own way. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. And what profession other than your own would you love to attempt?
1: Oh, you know what? I always wanted to be a marine biologist. Mm. I think it'd be very cool to see what's going on in the water bodies and just getting to swim with all of the creatures living in the ocean and seeing how that huge body of life provides for the earth i just found that very very fascinating Mm -hmm. i think that was what i was gonna do before
0: (laughs) i ended up on this path yeah um and on
1: a scale of one to ten how weird are you ten like no (laughs) a hundred i'm I'm over this scale i'm like completely tipping it (laughs) um and what do you wish you'd known when you first started out? When I started out on this journey, or when I started out in my life? On this journey, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. That's a good question. Oh, but, oh, you, I think you, know, I wish- you can
0: go both ways. If if you have something that comes out from like your whole life, then.
1: Okay. Well, in life, I wish that I would have been more attentive to my diet. Because that manifests in so many ways in, in our bodies and our minds. So for sure. And in this journey, I wish that I would have known that you don't always have to do what you think that you have to do. Mm. Because I found myself telling myself that I needed to do something to gain success or whatever. Um, and it wasn't immediately that I realized that there's no need you just have to do what feels good for you and trust and manifest that it will show up for you how it's meant to
0: Mm. i love that you said how it's meant to because it doesn't always look like what you think it's going to look like either but it's Mm -hmm. always going to be perfect um and sometimes you have to go through challenges to get to the reward as well so um yeah that's i think that's really key um and we what would you say to that 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 version of yourself just kind of starting out
1: i would say to just trust in the process and not be afraid that things are not going to look like i thought my mom said to me the other day oh i always thought that you were going to be in a white office like a magazine editor you know, driving a fancy car through the city. And, and um, I live in Bali. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably considered a hippie by most people, maybe a witch by others.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> And so, you know, that idea of what I thought just didn't show up. Mm. And yeah, so I just, I would tell myself, you know, it's all fine. Everything's all fine. And if you relax, and you just ease your anxious mind, <laughs> you'll find out that it creates this beautiful world for you when you just calm down and trust.
0: Mm. And would you say like, so the, that expectation that you had or that your mom had or thought it would be and where you are now, are you glad it didn't turn out the way that you thought, expected it to and where you ended up?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I... I went from eating cheeseburgers as my main source of meals to being like a plant-based chef that creates menus for restaurants and resorts and stuff. So I, I just would never have, if you told me that when I was 15 years old, I would have looked at you with, like you were, you know, had three heads. Yeah. I would have been like, you're you're insane. There's, it's not possible. I will never do that in my life. Um, I, will, I wouldn't even know what a chakra was at that time. I would have said, mm. no, that's crazy. So I'm so happy that that it turned out this way. But I think that goes along with the lines of the alchemist is that you, you do feel good in what comes to you. Mm,
0: Yeah. Um, And what would you do differently?
1: What would I do differently? I think that that's a hard question for me because I can't, I don't think I could go backwards. If I, if Mm. I went really backwards, I would say what I would have done earlier on in my life to, to, prevent some things that I I have to now change but also I I really believe that everything that we've ever been through has brought us to this moment. And mm-hmm. so if I, I changed anything too. I wouldn't be here right now talking to you. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, I absolutely 100% believe that as well. Um and I've had some really pivotal moments in my life that um one decision changed everything. In fact, one TV show that if I had never heard of that TV show that I never watched it, my life would probably be completely different. Like it's... Oh, what TV show is that? Um, it's a show called Psych, which I don't know. Lots of people haven't heard of it, but um, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a funny story, but I won this trip. I manifested this trip and I met the actors and it changed the entire trajectory of my life. So um, yeah, it was it's pretty spun out. Um, yeah. So what, if you could remove all barriers and constraints, what would you work on and want to be known for?
1: Hmm. Well, I don't really actually feel the need to be known for anything, which is interesting. Um, Hmm. I just really want, I mean, at one point I had a blog that was going quite viral in the scene. And I felt this, I don't know, pressure come up inside me that made me no longer love what I was doing. Mm, that's so interesting. I, yeah. And then I started going around blaring about this to everybody because I quit and like took down my blog and was freaking out. And I said, Oh no, I don't want people to know me for it because then I won't be doing it because I love it. I'll be doing it out of maybe expectation or financial reward or something. And so I walk that, that line, but I would say if, if I wanted to have my impact be spread out as maximally as possible, it would be just helping people feel happy and healthy in their bodies. And so there's a lot of ways that I do do that now. I don't actually use social media that much, but I am, am um, a wellness coordinator for a really cool tech company. And so I, bring that in there too, because every single company, every single person on this planet, I think can benefit from just simple strategies. Like, like you were saying, even manifestation, just bringing that into the awareness can really change where people's minds are at and where their lives go.
0: Mm, Yeah. Um, It's, it's interesting because usually it's it's rare I think it's really rare to hear people say that they they don't want to be known for something I, I don't know if I've ever heard someone say that to be honest and that's <laughs> well yeah it's amazing I,
1: I mean it, it really it was um introspection when I was sitting the story of it is I was sitting on a rock looking at the ocean in the Maldives and this was a trip that I had paid for from the finances coming in from my blog. And I was sitting there and I was yelling at my husband, like getting mad at him because he wasn't taking a good enough photo of me and it wasn't going to work for my blog. Mm. And this is where I, I attacked my own mind and it said, what are you doing here? And that's when I realized this. And I spent a lot of time thinking about this. And someone told me recently that I don't have an ego, which is super not true. We all have an ego, but yeah what I realize is that I care more about what I love doing than if anybody knows about it. Mm. So I think, I think that we all could have that ability if we were truly doing what we loved.
0: Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and what's the best compliment you've ever received?
1: Oh, uh, my mom was a little bit hard on me when i was younger and she told me that i was smarter than i think and i think i'm smart so i was like well that's cool i guess <laughs> i must be pretty smart then and the reason why i say that is because as women i think so many of our compliments are catered toward our looks or you know they're they're quite suggestive in nature and so to get a compliment from another woman concerning an intellectual property like that was really profound for me and I think our mothers hold such a strong place for us that to get a positive feedback from mother um concerning like the intellectual side was Mm. stuck with me and it was my biggest compliment I've ever had yeah it's like
0: um recognizing um what you're actually made of and what you can actually do. I had similar with my dad once telling me that I could do anything I put my mind to. And I just didn't think he paid attention or noticed that stuff. So it landed like so deeply. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I really, really understand that. Um, And what's one thing that your work's done for someone, a client that you didn't expect
1: Well, when I start off speaking to people, I am going in a very individualized way. And so I don't ever know how they're going to turn out, but this was the most amazing experience. There was, I was in a hostel in Croatia and I randomly invited this girl to come along with us in our car and she ended up coming along with us. And so I ended up cooking for her. And the whole time without even realizing it, I don't think I was just constantly going on about plant-based lifestyle and giving nutrition advice. And just overall, like she was being coached by me without, without even being intentionally coached by me. And she was really young. And so now she's completely vegan plant-based and like it's changed her life in such a profound way without, without even being under my direct consulting. So she wasn't technically a client. She was just in my midst. And she told me that by being inspired by just what I do and seeing how I live my life and how that affects me in a positive way, it empowered her enough to change her life. And she's Mm. just thriving now. And it was the most beautiful experience.
0: Mm, That is really beautiful. Um, And what does elevating your life and soul mean to you?
1: Oh, well, first of all, I think that's just beautiful wording and it conjures up like this feeling of love. But I think that elevating your life and soul is just being on your highest path. And by highest path, I don't mean that in necessarily spiritual way, but just in alignment with, with positivity. And so I'm just gonna try to explain what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Frequency is (laughs) frequency is, you know, uh high and low uh, in their resonance. And so elevating up is Mm. positive just by the nature of it. So Mm. I would say that you're increasing all aspects of your life to the most positive perspective and possibility.
0: Mm. Yeah, beautiful. Um And is there anything that I that you wish that I'd
1: asked you that I haven't? Oh, well, I'd love to know more about you. So maybe <laughs> I, we should turn the tables and then we'll do this with you. But but um, concerning me, I you know what? I'd love to tell you and your audience about the tech project that I'm working on, if mm-hmm. that's okay. Sure. This, was, this was all about my personal practice, which – you know, I have an extreme passion for, but I'm also involved in a tech project that is a little bit difficult to understand. So Mm -hmm. I'll just, I'll keep it very low key, but the idea is to reward people for behavior that they already do. So purchasing, transacting, something like if you have PayPal or um, Venmo or transferring apps, Mm -hmm. But it rewards you for regenerative, so that means like sustainable or environmentally friendly behavior. So Mm. it's, yeah, it's very in alignment with my ethics because we all purchase, we all transact, we all send each other money. But our current providers charge us fees for, let's say, converting it from one currency to the other, or they charge us a fee for just processing it in general, or they charge us a fee for taking money out of our bank account. And this this organization and this project actually rewires all of that to reward you for those things and then gives gives reward back to the environment. And I think that's really important because what we see right now in our environment is that we need help. Mm
0: -hmm. And so the
1: idea was, how do we help the world without making people do something that they don't want to do? Because a lot of initiatives are like, oh, yeah, that'd be great and all, but how could I help? well you're already doing this so you could easily switch into using this payment platform that has a lot of other features by the way that are really cool but it's just an easy switch to make your mark to to do good in the world and so I love it and I really wanted to tell you about it
0: <laughs> mm, yeah it sounds so interesting um so it's it sounds so it's yeah like similar to PayPal and stuff but um whatever you transact on there you there's a certain amount that's well not a certain amount from that but there's money going to the environment as well while you're doing your like daily financial transactions whatever yeah like regular
1: it goes into it gets really very financially in depth but regularly when you're transacting these fees and these um reactions to the exchange go toward the company's leaders or the execs or the CEOs or whatever these paychecks but in this case the money that would be accumulated that way goes back to the environment Mm -hmm. and it's there's also like a LinkedIn aspect of it so you have the ability to connect with people worldwide and there's a marketplace for For businesses and organizations to showcase what they're offering there's a lot of features it's 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 called a culture really it's a it's a culture on an app and so you can just kind of put yourself into it and and care for the environment care for the planet and care for the people and there's lots of ways in which you can interact that on that just that app to do so so amazing what's it called it's called Seeds. Now it's not available for download now unless you are privately invited, but it will be soon. So mm-hmm. you can, we can put the link in the bottom so that you can check out the website and see more about what it is. If it's interesting to you, because I mean, we're all shopping, we're all sending each other money. So I always tell people it's no harm to just use it for that. If you don't care about the other stuff, like mm-hmm. why not just spend your money well, knowing that you're doing a good thing at yeah. the same time.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, I will um, definitely put the link in the show notes and stuff. Um, it sounds really interesting. And um, what other offers or things do you have out there right now that I can we can direct people to?
1: Well, um, I like I said, I'm not like very <laughs> I'm not very socially active on online because I, I do a lot of work in person. Mm-hmm. But that said, since we are online right now, you can contact me if you want any nutritional advice, meal plans created. I do everything personalized as we've been talking about. So you, your specific body, what your regimen is, what your routine is, what you do for work all plays a, a part in what I would create for you. If that's something that you're thinking like, oh, I would really love um, a routine that, that gives me more energy. Then I can help you work on that. I can do long-distance energy healing if you're feeling like you just need a little bit of pump up, or if you just want some inspiration, you can reach out. I we can put my my links in as well. But like I just want to be like completely transparent. I don't update <laughs> them that
0: much. Yeah, sure. That's
1: that's good. That's fine. It's
0: still a great way. Maybe like as long as there's a way. Um, people can contact you or reach out Mm -hmm. to you that I can put there, then that will be really useful, I think. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for for chatting with me today. I've loved it. It's been so great having you here. Um, Oh, thank you. Yeah, and um, we'll talk to you really soon.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for having me and I hope you have a beautiful day.
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you like it, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you love this episode, please give it an honest review on iTunes and let me know what you loved and what you want more of. Your feedback helps me truly elevate the show into something that really serves you and allows me to keep pouring my heart and soul into it. This is for you. Let's rise together. And remember, know your value, know your worth. I love you beautiful soul.